everyone. It's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 144 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channel holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation from the best to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So the title of this podcast episode is You Are a Race Car. You are a race car, and I love it. I, <laughs> I love talking about this while I'm driving, so you'll hear all the driving sounds um, in the background uh, accompany me, which is fabulous, but um, this is inspired by a very dear friend of mine who is also a former uh, Journeypreneur podcast guest, Andrew Mellon. Oh my goodness, hi Andrew, big hugs and love to you. And so he and I, we were connecting on the phone the other day, uh, as we have for years, and there, uh, we both own businesses, and with that, there's this never-ending story of being able to properly communicate our value in the world and what we provide, what it is that we do. And for whatever reason, we ended up back on that conversation again, and it, 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 the realization was so clear, and it came from Andrew. So, Andrew, I blame you for the clarity, and I and many people <laughs> blame you. Thousands of other people blame you for their newfound clarity. I love you, and I'm so grateful. And this, this was so powerful that I have to, have to, have to hop on the podcast and share it with you, this insight. So... He, as a professional organizer, is awesome, and he's able to help people deal with their stuff, right? Getting their stuff in order. And that's fabulous and powerful and absolutely needed. And when you describe what I do, on the other hand, um, the, the short version of saying what I do, is, or the popular version of saying what I do, although it's not the right terms, would be I'm a mindset coach, especially a money mindset coach. Now... I'm not a coach <laughs> at all. I'm a healer, right? So I'm I'm an intuitive healer. I'm a Reiki master. That's what my real training is. Like, I don't have any ICF um, certifications or anything like that. But what ends up happening is I attract a lot of coaches, and they're like, you're a coach, you're a coach, you're a coach, Victor. I'm like, all right, you know, you can say what you want. Um, but okay. And so with that, this idea of coaching as holding space for another person, realizing their wisdom. It's something that's been going on long before coaching. Um, in the healing world, that's, that is how, um, especially in the alternative or the energy healing um, industry, that is how we do our work. You hold space for the body to do what it's supposed to, right? For the natural healing wisdom to emerge from the body. Every single energy healer or light worker or whatever, it's not your power. It's not my power that's healing somebody that I'm, I'm working with or on. It's actually my ability to hold space for that person. And it's that person's power to heal themselves that emerges. But coaches, the more that I speak to, and I've spoke to hundreds, uh, the more that I speak to them, they're like, oh, that's exactly what you do. That's exactly what we do as coaches, especially. And so it's interesting to consider that. But talking to Andrew, I love him. He is so good at like really getting to like, well, no, be more specific. What's the point? Um, and 
uh, he reminds me, his personality reminds me of another really awesome friend of mine. And if you're listening in big hugs of love to Tom Shipley, who his catchphrase is, what's the problem? Like his uh, engineering professor taught him that the one way to move forward um, in life and business, move any project forward, is just make sure that you clarify what exactly is the problem. Um, so shout out to Tom Shipley, such an inspiration, such a great friend, awesome guy. And so with that, considering this idea of, okay, let me be even more specific. Oh, um, you know, okay, Victoria, what do you do? Oh, you're a, you're a mindset coach, specifically a money mindset coach. Okay. Well, what about that? Are you, am I just going to like, you know, cross my eyes across my fingers and money pop out of my head into my hand or something? What what does that mean? (laughs) And what I've seen in the work that I do is this. And wow, I, for this podcast, I'm calling upon so many people who are supporting me. I'm, I'm thinking of my amazing, um, assistant, Jessica Silversheet. She's, uh, she described it to me in really powerful words that triggered this conversation with Andrew. So keep up, keep up. Don't, this is going somewhere. <laughs> so shout out to uh, Jessica. You're absolutely amazing. Thank you for your support. Um, when I asked her to say, okay, can you, like, in, you're amazing with copywriting and describing it. Could you just tell me what, what would you tell someone I do? And what she said was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, well, you know, you're right, and then I told it to a client of mine, and she's like, you know what, she's right, and I would agree with that, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing, but it's true, and so what Jessica said is like, well, you help scatterbrained people, mainly women, but scatterbrained, scatterbrained entrepreneurs, um, to help, you help them to focus so that they can do more of what they should be doing. And how you do that is by calming them down. You calm them down, and then all of a sudden they're focused, and so they end up doing more of what they should be doing. And that's what you do. That's what I would say what you do is. Oh, oh my God. Dun, 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 dun. This is so true. And so I take that wonderful nugget of, <laughs> of insight, and I'm like, I am not saying scatterbrained in my marketing, though. It's kind of crazy. Like, you don't want to call people scatterbrained. It's not nice. But I'm, if I'm talking about myself, oh yeah, absolutely. I like to think of myself as creative, but <laughs> you can call that scatterbrained, yeah, sure. I mean, the way it, how Andrew organizes a room versus how my room is organized is two ends of the spectrum. But they're both they're both organized. I can find what I need within thirty seconds, absolutely. So then I went to Andrew because he's such a good friend of mine. I said, well, this is what my assistant Jessica said. And he's like, yeah, no, you can't say scatter. That's too, no, no. So what exact? like, let's get more specific. What exactly um, are you seeing in what you do? And I'm like, well, here's the thing. Like, my clients come to me after they've been burnt out. Like, they've had success in the past. Um, and they're deeply spiritual people for whatever reason. And, you know, they come from all different faiths, all different lo- walks of life, of, like Hindu people, Catholic people, Jewish people, atheist people. It doesn't matter, right? But they're um, faith-filled people, people who want to hold out for their dreams, right, and uh, pursue their dreams. And they've had some success in the past, 
and so things have worked out, you know, they've gotten clients, or they've had all of that in the past, but for whatever reason, life threw them a curveball, and that knocked them off their game, and so much that them being knocked off their game has shook them to the core, right, where they're doubting that uh, the universe, or let's be even more earthy, the economy, let's put it that way, can provide for their needs, or that they can themselves provide for their needs, like they're having those doubts, um, and so that, they need like a, a healing, they, that is a wound, that's a spiritual wound that can cause repercussions such as stalling out their sales, making them reluctant to market, um, causing them to procrastinate on important tasks, and uh, in the business, as, as well as in their personal lives, it can uh, cause low-level depression or full-tilt depression, or, you know, for some things, if, if the curveball was really big, like someone died, then you could really, like, kind of recede into your cave and not share the gifts that you have for the world, like, naturally. So when people come to me, um, and when they join my visionary shaman circle, by the time they get to me, they, like, they really need to heal from a deep wound of maybe a, an employee betrayed them, or maybe um, they got sick and, you know, kind of fell off their game because of that, or maybe, you know, their weight crept up, and, and now they're feeling more self-conscious about getting out there, uh, or all of, like, childhood stuff. By the time they come to me, they really need to heal these personal wounds, um, or spiritual wounds that are getting in the way of them, sharing their gifts, and continuing to serve um, through their divine aligned business. And so when they come to meditate with me, right, we ground and we clear and we release all of those wounds, we allow them in a safe space to heal, not just like for a session, but I'm talking like an entire lifestyle change, an entire year dedicated to healing um, these wounds, and as a result of that, I'm not a business coach. I'm not saying, oh, you need to do this many calls a day to get clients. I'm not doing that. I'm a Reiki master, <laughs> but because of a year of that type of immersion focused on healing the wounds, their their emotional, spiritual, wound, mental wounds that are blocking them from be, being about the business, well, lo and behold, they start being about the business more. They already know how to market and get clients. They already know how to grow their business. They already know how to get out there, right, and close sales. So these, once these wounds heal, they end up making more money. That's why, like, I've had a client who, um, within joining, within two months of joining my program, she closed, you know, around a good ten, twelve thousand dollars, paid for the whole year. Uh, or another client of mine, uh, within four months of joining. He closed another hundred forty thousand uh, dollars, and, and like with ease, things just started opening up because he did, right? Or um, another client of mine is oh my god, Alan! Wow, he uh, within the first week he landed a brand new client just but just from joining the program, and I didn't tell him to do anything. It was just how he felt. He was so energized, and then he walked right into. Um, a wonderful sale. I mean, that was beautiful, you know. So this this is what I do. I provide a deeply spiritual nourishing space for entrepreneurs who are awesome, 
already. They have demonstrated excellence. You're not at the point where you're like, oh, I want to I have a business. I want to get a client. No, this is not, um, I am not the best person to support you. You need actually a business coach or a marketing coach. You don't need someone who specializes in mindset. No. Um, for, like startup level, I mean, of course I'm inspirational to people who are in startup level and many, 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 many people who follow me on the podcast or follow me on social media or sign up for my email list. Many, I know, many of you are in startup or like consider, oh, you know, maybe I want to have like a business doing what I love. But the best people who are to work one-on-one with me I'm are not startup. Um, what a startup means, you have not had a client yet. <laughs> and that's okay. That's like more power to you. I remember those days. That was that was something else because it was more about the, um, the journey of personal transformation that it takes to open up to finally start calling in and claiming and receiving your worth. That's a whole can of worms. Absolutely. Absolutely. The right people to work with me are people who've already had, like they have a business, but they've, um, gotten burnt out or thrown a curveball that's knocked them off their game in a big way. Someone died, someone betrayed them. Um, or some, something happened, maybe even like a pandemic, hello, um, has caused them to retreat and not be as about their business because of the spiritual and emotional mental wounds that they've suffered because of that. And so here's, so I told all of that to Andrew and because he's awesome and smart, (laughs) he's like, okay, you're like a pit stop. And I'm like, what? What does that even mean? He's like, oh, you're a pit stop. You know, like race cars and stuff. And I, and in my mind, I'm female, cis female. And uh, <laughs> although I'm queer, I'm cis female. And I, I'm female identifying. So there's this thing about me as a female. I don't really go to race cars when I think about this stuff first. And I understand that he's cis male and he identifies male. So like, oh, okay, speak to me from your masculine. Let's hear it. I'm a pit stop, race cars, what are we going to talk about football next, let's hear, (laughs) okay, and so he starts to explain, and he's like, here's, here's what I would say, you're kind of like a a shamanic pit stop for, for race cars, so your clients, your people, the people that you're supposed to serve, Victoria, they're race cars. They they are built to go. They they are they know how to go around the track and they've already been in the race. But a race car naturally will have sometimes a blowout. And what do you need when you have a blowout? When your tire blows out, you gotta pull into the pit stop so that they can replace your tire and get you back on track. And that's what I'm hearing you do. Your people are race cars, and you're you're the pit stop. Like your visionary shaman circle is a pit stop for race cars, and I'm like, huh? Oh, okay. You know what? You're right. And he says, and that's also it's important for you to communicate. And, and I'm processing this with you, everyone who's listening in on the podcast. I want you to hear this so that you can think about how to communicate to your people. Because uh, Russell Brunson calls this a kind of like bridge, right? 
So it says, I don't understand what a visionary shaman circle is. They, on my response is, it's kind of like a pit stop, right? A kind of like bridge. What are you going to compare it to? So, and Andrew goes on to say that it's it's so important for you to specify that you su- that your best bet is for supporting race cars that have had a blowout. You're like if the car doesn't even have an engine, or if it's not a race car, they're in the wrong place. They're in the wrong place. Right? If you don't have an engine, meaning if if you are if you haven't gotten your first client yet. Um, with love, I mean, I'm happy to be a, a bright shining light on the hill for you to know, like, what's the right direction for you to head in and get to eventually, but I'm not the right person to minister to you, um, or to minister, like, I'm not the, I'm not the right person. You need a business coach or a marketing coach or a sales coach. That's what you need. Not me. Um, and so that was so empowering. It's like, okay, race cars, not a sedan and not a car without an engine. Right, a sedan is something that, okay, you have an engine, but you're not really, like, you're not going for rapid financial ascension and massive impact. No, you're just trying to get from point A to point B, right, just chilling. Um, this would be an example of, say, like, someone who, you, you've had a side hustle and things are coasting along, you're happy with it. Um, nope. With love, that's awesome. And I'm not the right person not the right person to support you for where you're trying to go uh, right now. I mean, you can come hang out. Absolutely. You can come hang out, but um, who I'm really built for is the race cars out there. So when I think about this, right, that was a long description, but I wanted you to hear the stories to understand what I mean when I say you are a race car. If you're listening into this podcast, um, hello, it is the 144th episode. <laughs> so, if you've been following me, that means you've been following me for a long time. A long time. That's amazing. Right? And, and by the way, I'm aware that this is amazing. It's not only amazing that you've been following me for this long. Thank you, by the way, for your love and support um, and patronage. Absolutely. But it's also amazing that, holy cow, this is 144 episodes. Um, are we supposed to be working together? Is that why you're listening to me? Or do you know somebody, um, who could really benefit from the divine healing work that I do? And so how we identify that is if you look at them and you're like, oh my God, that person is a race car. You are a race car. And here's what it is. They are freaking awesome. They're an expert at what they do. They would never say that about themselves, though, of course, right? Because anyone who really is awesome at what they're doing, they're not going to be all big and flashy about it. No, they'll just, like, go, make stuff happen, and then, you know, bounce. <laughs> yeah. So that's that confidence. So they're, they're amazing. They're, they're, they're almost like a hidden treasure at this point. And... They've helped a lot of people already. They've, they've done some really cool stuff. Like, I'm thinking of one of my clients, uh, Robin, for example. She used to tell me about her uh, salon. Um, her salon is like the cutting edge. They, they, would, they would do incredible things back in the 80s and into the 90s. Amazing, amazing. But then, as a race car, so previous success, but then there was a blowout, right? I, uh, she got sick, and she also had a problem... Um, with uh, some of her teammates, uh, 
right? And or the economy turned, or you know, um, there's some trouble in the family, like or someone passed away, and it, uh, like it messes with your mindset. There's this um, shock of the tire blowing out, right? That stability of you being able to continue to move forward um, and and be on track, quite literally, puns intended, all puns intended. Your ability to move move in the right direction and stay on track has been kind of kicked out from underneath you because one of your tires blew out, right? You're having a blowout, maybe in your body, maybe mentally, maybe financially, maybe um, spiritually or relationally. There's, there's a blowout that's happened. And the shell shock of that blowout, um, the, oh man, the reverberations of that blowout knocked you so far that for whatever reason, you did the hokey pokey and you turned yourself around and just not able to get back in it. Just not be, just not able to get it. You went and you saw the doctors, you uh, spoke to the business coach, met the marketing coach, paid them all kinds of money and nothing happened, right? Um, tried hiring people, but they all keep disappearing. Um, and tried to, you know, lose weight or eat better, and it just can't seem to stay on it. You keep falling back on those mm, addictive coping mechanisms. What am I talking about? Like stress eating, stress drinking, stress smoking, stress buying. Um, oh my gosh, yes. Or, or putting out every other fire except for the ones that actually need to be handled. <laughs> The only reason why I can list this is not just because, like, I pay attention to the lives of my clients, but also, I'm not only the president of the hair club for men, I'm also a member. <laughs> so I resemble this myself. I, I have the same, <laughs> I have the same MO. I'm like, oh yeah, I need to go do that thing. Let me go clean everything. And let me go rearrange the drawer that has absolutely nothing to do with the thing that actually needs to get done. Like, let me go over there and stress clean. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I do it. I do it too. And because I, I do it too, I understand, right? I can't say I understand everybody's situation, but I, I have a pretty good idea of what most of our tribe needs and where they're coming from. Um, and so they're a race car. So they just need the pit stop where they can go, you know, get, take a rest, get in there, see what's causing the problem, fix it up, and then get you back on the road. So there's this thing where the person, if maybe that person's you, or maybe that person is someone that you know and love. The thing about a race car is they were already on the racetrack to begin with. They already had that engine, right? 500 horses or more, right? They already had that going. And they also, they want to get back onto the track. So what does that mean? That means they had momentum before, and they believe in the momentum that they've had before, and they want to be able to get it or better back. So this is also not for someone who's like, yeah, you know... I want to I wanna grow my business, but, you know, I really hate this idea. The, uh, Isabel, shout out to Isabel if you're listening in, uh, coming up and, and talk about, oh, yeah, like, I have an idea for a business, but I hate it. So let's figure this out. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. So there's, there's this thing um, 
that that I see in all the people that I'm best ser able to serve. And so there's uh, using this idea of a race car or as Russell Brunson would say, you're a, uh, you're kind of like bridge. It's kind of like, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like a shamanic pit stop for entrepreneurs. If an entrepreneur, a spiritual entrepreneur is a race car, I'm their pit stop. What does that mean? Well, for one, you're not supposed to hang out at the pit stop forever unless you're, you're like really riding hard <laughs> and keep getting blowouts. But so, okay, you know, maybe it's like a multi-year stop. Uh, in order to heal something really deep that's come up. And I've seen that, absolutely, you know, respect and honor. But the idea is like, all right, but, you know, we love it. Business from the bathtub, soaking it up, absolutely. But, you know, you also got to get out there, close some sales and make some money. <laughs> you got to get back out on the racetrack. Yeah. And this is so funny to say because I've seen it where... Holy cow, there are some people where they have a taste of how good it can be or of how how much more clear their energy can be and then they might not even want to, you know, go, go back into it. Long story short, what I wanted to do is just share that there's a way for us as lightworkers and creatives to convey our value and it's called a kind of like bridge. And I also wanted to use this time to share with you the idea and concept of maybe you're a race car and it's time for you to come to the pit stop because you've had a blowout. If so, go ahead to victoriawhitfield.com forward slash contact. I'd be happy to support you. So that's it for today's episode. And by the way, if this is your first time tuning into the Journeypreneur podcast, hi, thanks so much for coming. Uh, I'm so honored to get to speak to you and encourage you. I hope this has been helpful. Um, and with that, if this is your first time, make sure that you leave a five-star review on iTunes. Like, that helps me to reach more people, right, and encourage them. It gives people that insider knowledge uh, and acknowledgement that, okay, this is real deal stuff. Like, this is helpful. So this is helping me minister to more people um, through this podcast. And to all those of you who left that five-star review, thank you so much. Because, by the way, on iTunes, that's the only place that you can leave comments. So this is episode 144. I would love to hear your comment. Like, what was the one thing from this podcast episode that stood out the most to you? What's your greatest gift that you're receiving from this podcast episode. I'd love to hear it. And thank you to all those of you who have left those reviews. I feel the love. I love reading through them. Every so often I'm like, okay, yay, I'm helping people. I love that feeling. Um, and by the way, I'm going to now end this podcast episode. Wait a minute. I'm not going to end it yet. Have you joined our Facebook group? I have a free Facebook group. We're over 500 now entrepreneurs. Spiritual entrepreneurs from all over the world are doing this divine manifestation work, and we are, like, doing some pretty awesome stuff in there. If you haven't joined yet, you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash entrepreneur master manifestors, or when you're on Facebook, you just do a groups search for entrepreneur master manifestors. So I would love to see you there. Um, and I, I mean, it would be wonderful to get to say, like, oh my gosh! good to finally get to interact with you. Yeah, we go live in there regularly, and everyone shares their 
their greatest gifts, their insights, their tips, and what's going on as they are on their journey to rapid financial ascension and massive impact. So there's a community, right? This podcast is awesome. I'm aware of it, and so are you. But come on over into the community. If you think that's great, this is just you and me talking. We want 500 other entrepreneurs to, like, connect with. Come on over. Again, that's Entrepreneur Master Manifestors on Facebook. So now... Without further ado, all my race cars, I'm going to end this podcast the same way I do every single time. Please remember to enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye for now.